Hey guys, it's Editing Liv here. You may notice in this bonus episode that the audio is a little off. As per usual, we're having some technical difficulties with the sound. Um, you may know this is a low-budget, high-passion, two-woman show, so sometimes stuff falls through the cracks, and sometimes things don't turn out the way we want them to. But this is still a fantastic episode. Definitely give it a listen, and stay tuned for season two. Hello and welcome back to Purple Glow Pod. I'm your co-host Key, and on today's episode, I got to speak with singer-songwriter Michelle Tracy about the release of her new song and music video, Time Off from a Letdown. Enjoy. How are you doing? Hello. Hi. <laughs> Hi. I'm great. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, just to introduce everyone and all our readers at Purple Glow Mag, I'm here with Michelle Tracy, uh, who is a singer, and she has a new song and music video coming out on October 30th. So why don't you introduce yourself, Michelle? Hello, my <laughs> name is Michelle Tracy, like you said. Um, it's great to be talking to you today. I really appreciate you calling. Yeah. Nobody can see you, but you look so beautiful. Oh my gosh, You're, thank like, you. You're, glowing. <laughs> it's just the light. It's the lighting. <laughs> well, you look good. It's my fancy um, light. Yeah, I have a song coming out on October 30th called Time Off from a Letdown, which I'm very excited about. It's very different for me. Um, most of my fans know me for my pop music. For the last couple of years, I've been releasing pop music, and this is the first kind of shoegaze rock thing I've ever done and I absolutely love it and I'm stoked oh that's awesome I'm happy to hear that you love it and are excited about it I can for sure see that and for those who maybe don't know what shoegaze rock is why don't you tell us a little bit about this new genre change I guess a good example would be like Coldplay meets Lana Del Rey yeah that's where I would go with it. Um, I'm excited to venture into this indie rock kind of genre, but I've got my toe in every pot because I just finished up a pop EP called Love Me Till I'm Me Again. I'm working on a 60s surf rock EP, um, and then I've got this side, like, rock hustle going on. I'm kind of <laughs> everywhere because of the pandemic. It's given me so much time to just chill and write music so that's what I'm doing super busy well that's great to hear I mean we've spoken to a lot of artists over the course of this pandemic and we've gotten such mixed reviews on how they've been responding to things some people kind of have felt a creative block and have taken a step away from things but have you found that this has really pushed you to get into your writing and kind of get more done yeah I mean we're home and I have no schedule so I created a schedule for myself and like every like Tuesday and Thursday I have a couple hours to write type of thing and I'm recording everything in my closet which is very fun <laughs> um which is cool because before I was spending so much time and money on studios and ubers and flying everywhere but now you can really do everything literally in your bedroom closet so um Time Off from a Letdown was recorded in somebody's attic. That is a very in cool Hamilton. story. Oh my yeah. gosh. 
<laughs> yeah, I went to Hamilton and recorded in someone's attic. I rented a mic for a day and just went, carried it in my backpack, and then this song came out of that, so. Wow, that is very cool. In an attic, what a, what a story. So I want to talk about this new song for a moment. I got, for those listening, I got an opportunity to listen to it before it came out and watch the music video. Completely loved it. And the theme of the song is kind of about feeling like you're letting everyone down, but kind of being over it and just wanting to put yourself first, which me personally, it completely resonated with me. And I feel like it will resonate with a lot of people right now. I feel like we're living in a time where people need to be selfish again. And, you know, the lyrics of I'm taking some time off from letting you down really just stood out to me. So tell me a little bit about the writing process for this song and what inspired this whole idea. This song is really special to me. Um, and my friend Rick brought the idea. He's my writing partner. He's amazing. Um, and uh, it's basically like I went through a lot in my life. and I've been very vocal about mental health and different things I've gone through. And I ended up a couple of years ago admitting myself to the hospital and getting like some true help that I needed that I didn't know I needed. Um, and I remember just putting a lot into my relationship before that happened. And then the guy I was dating dumped me and he said, I just feel like someone better is coming. And I was like, what? Like, I just gave so much to you. What are you talking about? And I came home like completely shattered and I went to the hospital and in there the nurse said to me, restart your life and go get what you want and be selfish and that's exactly what I've done you know now I'm at a point where I have no one telling me who to be or what to do um I'm not 17 anymore being in the music industry where everyone's like you need to look like this or be like this or sing this or sing that I'm literally 24 chilling at home um unsigned and I'm just doing music to make art and to make people feel something and I'm really happy to hear that it resonated with you because I'm so nervous to put this song out because it's so different for me, but it just feels right. And I just like, I'm at a point where I don't care if people hate it. Cool. If people like it. Cool. As long as some people hear it, I think that's great. Yeah, no, it completely did. And I'm, I'm, if it feels right, do it. That's like my yeah. motto. And for sure, I think something it definitely fits the pandemic. Good. Yeah, it so does. I'm off from letting you down. I'm staying home tonight, taking it easy. It does. Um, and the whole video was shot in pandemic um, by me and my friend Zoe. We went to like a trailer park in the middle of nowhere in Ottawa, in Carp, which is a very small town outside Ottawa. And we just, it was, it was like the hottest day of the summer. And we shot and we shot for so long that day that we got in the car and we had to pull over because she needed to puke because we were so heat stroke. Oh my gosh. So it was, it was a big day of puking and sweating. And in that video, I look back and I'm like, damn, I look so sweaty in these moments, but it turned into a glow. So it was good. No, it was, the music video is beautiful. And you I'm mentioned, so yeah, you mentioned it was created with an all female team, which I mean, yes. I'm all for, was that something that was important for you to do going of into course. making this? Yeah. And, you know, this, so Zoe is really cool. She's fresh out of school and um I was just like she's so cool I had met her she did some behind the scenes for a photo shoot for me a year ago and I was like she's really special she's a really cool eye she's doing different things than most people are doing right now um and I was like let's take a chance and do this weird idea together um 
where there's no singing involved like it's not a sing-along yeah. video it's just like I want it to be a vibe I want it to feel sad I want to have a car mental breakdown um and then and then by the end be standing in the rain and be like completely like I'm good this is me I'm supposed to be where I'm at and I'm okay cool cool so that is that's the whole idea and you know it was the first time too that I mean, in a pandemic, you can't really bring a hair and wardrobe person and all that yeah. stuff. So I'm coming from, like, Armageddon and Colors, where, like, there was huge teams behind that. Like, so many people behind those music videos and songs to this song literally being me, my friend Rick, my boyfriend Kyle co-produced it with his friend Connor, um, and then me and Zoe on the video, and, like, I did my own hair and makeup and wardrobe and everything. Like, it was just us, you know? Um, and no one else and it's really cool because it made me realize like I don't need all that crap mm. I can do it myself and it's okay and it sounds okay mm-hmm. if I'm if I'm making music in an attic now I know I can do it and I can put it out and it's okay yeah it doesn't have to be crazy and really who inspired that for me was Phineas because he's always talking about how him and Billy made that huge album literally in his bedroom mm-hmm so I'm mm-hmm. very inspired by him and I've been talking to him a lot about different things and, and that's the whole thing is like you can just do anything anywhere there's no limitations anymore so I felt like there's no limitations in my music anymore either I'm just gonna do it that's that's an amazing thing and I think that there's something really great in there that can be found when you really dial it back you get to work with some up-and-coming local people and kind of really tighten your community as you said you worked with a friend your boyfriend helped produce it how how did it feel after coming off of you know songs and projects where you worked with a bigger team and on a bigger scale how did it feel getting to do this project surrounded by people you you feel super connected to I really liked it because not one single person had an ego (laughs) And that's really hard to find. Also, they always say, don't work with your significant other. Don't do it. But I have the best working and best relationship with my boyfriend. And he, um, he like, he helps me record all my vocals. He, like, he does everything. Um, he's a bassist in a band called The Rec Laws. But he's so smart. And he always has a good ear for, like, where music should go to. Um, I just He just knows. And it's cool. He, it just feels right. So it's nice. Um. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. There's no ego. I also brought in a couple other people I found on Instagram. There's this girl named Gracie who's done all my new logos and merch. She's from, like, um, Virginia or somewhere, random. Um, And then I have someone from Cardiff, Wales, my best friend, Becca. She she owns, like, a, a... a creating studio also so she jumped in we had like all these random people someone from brazil came in to help us with something like all these women from across the world came in to help us um with the song through the internet like it's crazy. wow it that, blows my mind i've yeah. never met these people but their kindness is like unbelievable wow what a lovely like the collaborative process is just it's amazing and how there are it's no boundaries cool. yeah yeah right now it's like there was so many boundaries before, and I was in a box, and I'm just like, no more boxes. <laughs> well, I, it's great that you mentioned your logo, actually, because I wanted to touch on that. Just looking at your logo and even immediately scrolling through your Instagram, I can 
totally tell your aesthetic is super like 70s psychedelic like rock dream and I was wondering if you know you listen to music or into pop culture from that time and if that inspires what you do at all 100%. I'm so sad that I didn't grow up in the 70s. Everybody. I'm the same. <laughs> I'm like, why? <laughs> why, why, why? Yeah, 100,000%. I'm a 70s lover, that's for sure. Oh, there's sp- I love yeah, crochet, I love everything. I just love it all. Are there any specific musical influences that you feel you really pull from that time? Oh, I really love Joni Mitchell. Mm. Good one. <laughs> really, really, really. Um, 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 I feel like she's the first person that comes to mind, but I bet there's a bunch. I just am brain dead from working all day, so I can't figure it out. <laughs> no worries. But she's a good one. No, no, no worries. <laughs> yeah. Dennis Joplin is great. Stevie Nicks is like blows my mind. Um, we're just like the great female rockers mm, mm-hmm. I feel like I should just do rock I feel like I've always been told to do pop and I should just do rock so I'm trying it out <laughs> well definitely even because I I did listen to some of your other stuff as well and it's funny that you you when you described Shoegraze Rock you mentioned Lana Del Rey because even listening to your more poppy stuff I immediately that's who I thought of Ooh. so yeah I also I also really like Maggie Rogers lately I think she's really cool have you ever heard of her? I haven't, but I'm going to write oh, that you down. check her out. Yeah, yeah check her Maggie out. Maggie Rogers, she's kind of in that vein, too. So it's like Coldplay, Lana Del Rey, Maggie Rogers. Uh, uh, yeah. Nice. Well, that's great. Well, it sounds like you're in a really good... Cutting. Oh, it sounds like you're in a really good place right now. And thank you so much for sharing kind of the vulnerable experience you went through that inspired the making of this new song that you have coming out. And I'm just wondering if the process of making this song was kind of a cathartic process for you where you were still working through all of those emotions or this song is kind of a piece and reflection of where you are now looking back at all of that this is definitely where i am now looking at that the pop album that i have finished love me till i'm me again is definitely more like there's a song on it called unlovable or lovable um and there's songs about not giving up on myself and stuff like that and i feel like a year later I'm now here and I'm like I'm okay and I just want to like buy a house one day I want to tour the world and make good music and have like a happy decent life not too like I don't need a lot I just want to feel good and I feel happy and I'm grateful because I know a lot of people right now are struggling um and I have bad days and I have good days like everyone but I'm okay for the most part Um, so that's good I'm just happy yeah I'm happy to hear that. I can definitely tell you're you're super self aware and um, I'm again. trying to like not think about the future or the past. <laughs> when I do that, when I look at my past, I'm upset about who I was and I just don't like it. And mm. when I think of the future, I panic because I'm getting older. <laughs> Got to so, live in the present. It's all it's all about day. the present. But yeah, again, even if anyone were to scroll through Michelle's Instagram, you would you could see that you have so much self awareness and just like so much respect and value for living in the present and I also noticed you you bring up manifestation a lot which I love because I'm super into it and like creating vision boards and I want to know how you use manifestation in your life and if you think it's played a huge role in the success you've had in your career uh the only reason why I'm at where I'm at is because I manifested it all I used to make vision boards when I was younger 
I used to say that I was going to sing on stage with Lady Gaga. Got bullied real hard for saying that, and then I did it. Yep. <laughs> I manifested, and then sometimes when I don't believe manifestation is real, I manifest something small, mm. and then I'm like, oh yeah, I gotta believe in this again. Manifestation is everything. Uh, things you think about, you bring about. So if you say, I'm so grateful to have a Tesla, or I'm so grateful to go to, I really wanted to go to Los Angeles when I was 16, and then my after that I used to go twice a year, and I. Sorry, we froze. Yeah, it's okay. And I've, uh, I've, I've done it all, so 100%. I wanted to get signed to Sony. I got signed to Sony. I used to write journals just being like, I'm so grateful to be signed. I'm so grateful for this and that. And it's manifestation is the only reason I'm at where I'm at. That's, that's insane. It's so powerful to see, to, to see examples of that and to see how that's come about for you. And again, for, for people who don't know, uh, Michelle here got to sing with Lady Gaga in Montreal at the Bell Centre on stage. Please tell me about that experience. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> how did it, like, how did it come about? I, it sounds crazy, but I literally just asked her. I waited, oh, we froze. We, I waited outside um, the venue and I literally just asked her and I had met her, like, several times before and asked her the same thing. And she said, yeah, I'll look for you. And then I was just in the right spot. Wow. You, honestly, I was going to mention this already, even, like, chatting with you over Instagram. But you seem like such a go-getter and someone who's just hustling. And I think that's so important, especially right now in the music industry, where you kind of have to do everything. Like, you are your own marketer. You are, like, you are your own publicist. And has that been something that's been difficult for you to learn along the way? No, because nobody's ever handed me anything easily. I so often go, why can't things be easy? <laughs> like why, it feels like it's harder for me than harder for everyone else. So I, it's a struggle and I'm definitely not everything. I have an amazing assistant works with me called Gemma and she is, I would die without her, I don't know. So I've, I have a team around me that's very helpful. It's not just me. Um, a lot of it's me, but I can't take full credit. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I kind of just want to learn a little bit more about the trajectory of your career with music. Are you originally from, I know you're living in Toronto right now. Are you originally from Toronto? Ottawa. Ottawa. Okay, cool. And I know you were on the launch Yes. Um, is that kind of where your music career started and took off from, or did you end so up... So I sang with Lady Gaga, got signed to Sony, I put out Armageddon, and then Colors, um, and they did really well in Canada, which was awesome. Then I had my mental breakdown when that guy dumped me, went to the hospital. Um, literally, the day I left the hospital was the last day to apply for the launch, I got out of the hospital and did my video and submitted within an hour to the closing of the launch. Ended up winning the launch um, and working with some legends like Nile Rodgers, which was crazy, and BB Rexa. Um, And then after that, now I'm like working on my own music. I work with only good people. I don't surround myself with anyone bad because there's no time for that. Um, And now I'm teaching and I'm trying to teach young kids what to do and what not to do in the industry and what to look out for and and teach them how to be confident and feel good about themselves because I didn't feel good about myself for so long and I don't want people to live like that. That's awesome. Where are you teaching? Where am I teaching? Yeah. 
right here from my bedroom and my laptop. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> right where Amazing. you're looking at me is where I'm teaching from. Amazing. Is it through some sort of program just in case there's through anyone? Zoom. Through Zoom? Just yeah, your offer? So okay. I've, literally people DM me and t- ask me all the time if I would help. And I was like, I should just teach. So I teach singing lessons, songwriting lessons, and artist development. And really the whole thing that... I teach is about confidence that's really what it comes down to and it's been a lot of fun and it's it's rejuvenated me in a way and made me feel happy about music again so that's probably a big reason why I'm so inspired during the pandemic because my students inspire me and it blows my mind that's that's really beautiful um and it, it sounds especially where you're in a place right now where you can share that information having you know getting thrown into things at such a young age and learning so much so I'm sure like you speak about this with your students but just in from your own personal perspective if you looking back at yourself when kind of things started taking off for you what is like the biggest piece of advice you would have given yourself looking back now don't get signed at 17 (laughs) don't listen to what people tell you to wear trust your gut don't go to the sessions you feel uncomfortable or unsafe at. Also, learn the business side of things so you don't get screwed over by people who are very close to you who are supposed to be looking out for you. Those are some good ones. Those are some good, good lessons. Hey, I don't regret it because <laughs> I learned a lot at a young age, so that's why I'm at where I'm at now. That's... If I didn't go through any of that, I would be, I don't know who I'd be today or where I'd be at, because I wouldn't be here, that's for sure. Cool. And so, like, we looked at the past. I'm going to ask you about the present. What is, the, like, your the highlight of your music career to date? Restarting. Restarting. I love, I love that. The beginning is the best part, because you can be whoever you want. You're not in a box. You can just explore and have fun and try different things, and pitch different things, and see what will stick. Nice. What are you most looking forward to, I guess? At the, at, you have this song coming out. Um, after the release of it, what are, what are the next steps, and what you're looking forward to from it? I'm looking forward to this being released, so I can, so it can be done, <laughs> fed up. I've heard the song too many times. Uh, it's too stressful. I don't want to do it again, but I'm gonna. Um, I'm uh, next week. I'm gonna start a Christmas song. I'm finishing up the '60s Surfer EP with a friend in LA, um, and then I'm going to literally next week start pitching my music to labels and looking for some people who want to work with me. The only reason I'm gonna look for a label is because they have more reach, and I don't have enough money to support my own music career, which is sad. It's the reality for artists, that's, but yeah, that's why you get signed. If anyone's asking me. Just stay independent. It's like, yeah, if I had all the money in the world, I would definitely just put my music out and not give a shit. But here we are. So I'd like to get signed by a label who is excited about me and appreciates me for who I am and have management that is young and ready to go. I hope for the best for you. And it sounds Thank like you've you. got, you've got what's a your dream? lot. <laughs> what's, what's your dream? I'm curious. My dream. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You're interviewing me now. Um... I'm a dancer, so getting to continue to create and dance, and kind of my dream right now is to just travel the world, which is a little bit impossible because of COVID. 
Well, send me your personal Instagram on DM so I can follow you because I'd love to um, watch your journey also and keep manifesting things. I will. I was going to say, I'd love to end off with you like verbally manifesting a goal that you're working for towards right now so you can say it out loud and oh, maybe God, if we ever know. chat again in the future, we can look back and talk about my, how you manifested is, that. My goal is to live anxiety-free and get signed to a label who is ready to push the shit out of me and find management that's awesome and go on a world tour nice that's it (laughs) well i hope the next time we talk we'll be talking about how your world tour is going and maybe you'll be there we'll talk in person maybe yeah We'll, we'll get to i mean I, this has been it's been lovely chatting to you and normally we would or I don't know if you know too much about the magazine but we have a segment where we get together it's called speakeasy and we actually sit down with artists and like play a oh, drinking cool. game with them and interview them obviously not possible right now because oh, of COVID be but yeah that'd be super fun to do so hopefully you would, you would like me when I drink <laughs> hopefully that. we'll get to speak t- again and play a drinking game and you'll have Hell just yeah. finished your world tour when we do so <laughs> bye To give Michelle's new song, Time Off from a Let Down a Listen, you can visit the link in the description. And if you liked what you listened to today, make sure to subscribe and give us a follow. And just an update for those who have been anticipating our podcast episode release on racism in the arts. This episode has been postponed until season two, as we wanted to give ourselves enough time to truly cover this topic to the best of our abilities. So thank you for your patience, and we'll be with you again soon. As always, stay purple and glowing.